0: The law of the Lord is perfect Converting the soul The testimony of the Lord is sure Making wise the simple The statutes of the Lord are right Rejoicing the heart The commandment of the Lord is pure Enlightening the eyes The fear of the Lord is clean Enduring forever The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We ask you to open our eyes this morning. May we behold wondrous things in your word. We have promise in your word. There's power in your word. We love you today, Lord Jesus, for being in our lives. Great is your faithfulness to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Who touched me? That's today's title. This this message was actually, I had other messages planned before this. And then my wife mentioned this this verse when we were at Brandon's, at the hospital visiting Brandon. My wife mentioned this this particular story. And then I'm not kidding you, the Lord just laid on my heart immediately this is the message you will preach. (laughs) It was like instantly laid on my heart. I was like, okay, I'm going with that. And I instantly had an (sighs) outline. Let's read the text. We're coming from Luke chapter 8. Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 8. If you give me a second, I'm scrolling through my Bible online. <laughs> Luke chapter 8, starting at verse 40. Okay. Are we ready? And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus and he was a ruler of the synagogue and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his, home, his house. For he had only, he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a-dying, but as he went, the people thronged him, and a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and press thee. And sayest thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody hath touched me. For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. While he yet spake, there came another from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. And when he came into the house, he suffered no one to go in, save Peter and James and John, and the father and mother of the maiden. And all wept, And bewailed her, but he said, weep not. She is not dead, but sleeps. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And he put them all out, took her by the hand, and called, saying, maid, arise. And her spirit came again. And she arose straightway and he commanded to give her meat. And her parents were astonished. But he charged them that they should tell no one, should tell no man what was done. Amen. May God add a blessing to the reading, hearing of his word. Amen. In In this world today we live in Touch has become tabooed, almost, <laughs> right? We had a seminar at our school this year. It was like warning the teachers on, oh, "Don't touch the children. <laughs> you know, you will be held accountable. It's tabooed. <clears throat> if you hug somebody a bit too long, it may be considered inappropriate. Now, I just want to talk about touch just for a minute. Because you know what? God gave me this thought. <clears throat> when I pray, I, I see that picture. You know that picture of that one where the, I forget, if was a, it's a very popular artwork where the finger's coming down. He's touching, he's touching the hand of God, touching the finger of God. That picture's in my mind when I pray. I'm touching, I'm touching God. And my heart and my thoughts are transferring to my hand like our, like our nervous system does and I'm touching the finger of God and it's going through his finger and to his virtuous heart and mind, right? And power is flowing back, right? In answer to our requests, in answer to our needs. I love that picture in my mind. And so when I pray, and I think it's one reason why we touch our hands together, we're trying to physically get as close to God as we can, aren't we? When we pray, we're putting our hands together. We're we're actually trying to touch Jesus, right? We're actually, we want to touch Jesus. (laughs) There's different types of touch. And I was thinking about all this was going on in the crowd around Jesus, they were thronging him. There was like a, it was so many knees. Everybody, we all got knees, don't we? Imagine Jesus was in town and they were thronging him. Now there's all kind of touches going on in this crowd, aren't there? Somebody might be getting an elbow. Get back. I want to get closer. (laughs) Right? Somebody might get shoved. You might have got trampled even in that crowd. Now, there's different types of touches, aren't there? You can snatch somebody from in front of a train, and that touch will be OK, won't it? You snatch somebody. You might even tackle somebody from getting hit by a car or something. A rescue type of touch, right? And no matter how rough it was, you say, this was necessary. <laughs> it was necessary. I already talked about the inappropriate touch. Right? Sometimes you, know, you hug somebody and say, hey, you touched me in the wrong place. Hey, you hugged me too long. Inappropriate touch. But there's a touch going on here in this scripture in Luke chapter 8. It was a saving touch, it was a power touch. Almost like electricity. Am I right? A touch that this lady needed. Now I'm focusing on the lady who touched the hem of his garment. This woman says she was subject to bleeding for 12 years. We get worried when we go a year, don't we? We call that chronic. Don't we? Something goes on for more than a year. It's like, this must be chronic. This is serious. This is. She suffered for 12 years and was dying. She was also considered unclean, which means she's not supposed to be touching other people. Let alone Jesus. So I'm sure people in the crowd. I'm not not sure exactly how they identified themselves when they were unclean, but I know you had to in that society. You had to, you had to give, have some type of a sign that you are unclean right now. And I'm sure people in the crowd were telling her, "Don't get too close." Get back. Stand back. Now, today, I want to, you know what I want to focus on? The three words Who touched me? That's a simple outline. Who touched me? She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak she probably felt forbidden to even touched his arm she probably didn't even want to ask cuz the people were pushing her back so she just assumed which is smart she just assumed i'll just get close enough maybe maybe if i touch if i touch his clothes as he passes by I'll sneak up behind him in this crowd. I'll get close enough. Maybe Jesus will help me. She was Jesus dead on right. Well, she did. She eased up in the line. She bogarted her way in. <laughs> she touched him of his garment. Jesus said, who touched me? They all denied it. Peter said, Master, People are crowding and pressing against you. He said, but someone touch me. Not in that kind of way. Not in a pushing, shoving. But in a desperate way. Who? What kind of person touches Jesus? Do you touch Jesus? I'm sure we do. We all, we all got knees in here. This is Chicagoland Bible Fellowship. We touched Jesus. <laughs> we touched Jesus up in here. What kind of person touches Jesus? I would say somebody who's tried other things <laughs> and nothing else worked. Am I right? I think a person that's desperate, a person also that knows there's power in touching Jesus. Am I right? It's a person that's a believer. How many believers are out there? I'm a believer. That word means something to me. A believer. We believe that Jesus has the power to touch our lives. And it's true. They might say, the world might say, Quackery or false? Yeah, they will say, quackery. I was in the hospital with Mary, Lisa's sister. We're all begging God, please, don't let her go. Surely, surely God would answer True. So my wife and I, we were holding her hand, touched her, My wife was singing to her. I sensed a response too. I did sense a response. She was unconscious the whole time. Well, they had her on anesthesia as well, so she was out. But when Lisa came in there and sang to her, I saw her eyes actually trying to focus, trying to focus on Lisa. She knew she was there. I know. And I was hoping that power would flow through us. But guess what? God doesn't always do it through us, does He? We hope to be little Jesuses, don't we? <laughs> we do. I kind of want to be like Jesus walking in the room and say, touch your hand. Power, virtue will flow out of me. Right? I do want to believe that. And I do believe that's true. I do believe. But in this case, God chose to take Mary, it was her time, it was up. And guess what? That humbles all of us, doesn't it? That even points more the reason why we need to touch Jesus. Who touches Jesus in here? Who? I know I need to. When my son lost his flute this was an $800 flute we just bought him. $800 flute. He said, I left it on top of mom's truck, and I drove off, and drove. we drove 30 miles. Dad, can you please go back and find it? Really? (laughs) Really? But you know what I did? I dropped what I was doing, and I went back, and I went searching. I drove every foot they went. I was on the expressway driving. I'm looking on the side. I was driving. People were probably beeping at me. I'm looking for that flute. It had to roll off the top of the truck. It has to be somewhere. Am I right? Well, guess what? I gave up that night because I drove by 15. I did about 15 miles. <laughs> I did do the whole 30. Came home. I went. I visited. My, I was visiting my mom that night. Came back home. I said, Pete, didn't find it. I did not find it. But anyway, nevertheless, we got Jesus, don't we? <laughs> so guess what happened the next day? The next day, Pete. By the way, that night Pete cried. I've never seen him cry like that. He was hurt. He loved this flute. He loved it. And I wanted that flute bad. I was like, where is it? Where is that flute? So we get up the next morning. I'm driving Pete to school. He's supposed to have, he's supposed to be doing a, a gig that night. He had some type of uh, presentation with his flute. He's supposed to play that Friday night. So we're on the way, we're on the way back on the road, the other 15 miles to where I left off at, we're on our way back on that same road, and we're we're talking, and we're reading Luke chapter fifteen, by the way. About the lost coin, the lost sheep, and the lost prodigal son. All the desperate situations, <laughs> am I right? And as we read it, we're driving down the road, maybe ten miles, twelve miles in, and. I concluded it was over. I said, Pete, you don't put an $800 flute on top of the truck. That's what we learned. That's the conclusion of the matter. But guess what, then a thought popped on my I said, nevertheless, with God, all things are possible. True or false? And I'm not lying to you. I went under the viaduct at 103rd on I-57 and my head was turned. I looked across the expressway, across the expressway, opposite side, and I saw the shape of a flute box. I said, Pete, and traffic came to a stop right there. Hey, you know how traffic backs up on I-57 coming in? It's the point. We're at the point of answer prayer. So I go, I said, Pete, because we're going like two miles an hour, ago. could that be it? Pete said, "Dad, stop the car!" <laughs> I pulled over to the shoulder. My son is a gazelle. He dived over that wall with one touch, like I saw him going like a deer. I, in the, I was looking in the rearview mirror. Shoo! He flies over the wall. I look over and I say, "I I think that's it. I look over and I see Pete raise the prize. That flute was untouched. 101st on I-57. Right where I left off. I left off at 99th Street, got off at Halstead right there and got off. Hey, but, guess what? By the way, the touch part. This is where the touch comes in. Because I was knocking on my steering wheel. Literally. Asking it will be given to you. Seeking you will find. Knocking the door will be open to you. I was literally knocking. Saying, Jesus, would you please... You know exactly where it is. You know exactly what's happening. Jesus, please, would you show us where it is? And I'm not kidding you, but how? That's the way God is. He turned my head and said, there it is, right there, go pick it up. Pete was able to play that flute that night. I knew then, you know what? I knew that Pete was called to play that flute. I knew that God gave it to him, right? And I know that God gives it back. And I know that God does the impossible. Impossible. Who touches Jesus? The person that believes. The person that trusts him. The person that goes to him and says, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. Am I right? Touched. Touched. Touch is a physical contact, You're using a part of your body, usually our hands, right? We touch with our hands, we don't touch with our nose. <laughs> right? We may, certainly say, and not you rub your nose with somebody. <laughs> right? But usually we touch with our hands. But touch is powerful. By one touch, you can touch your touch screen on your, on your phone and send a message to another part of the world. That's true or false? Now tell me how, how deep is that? I don't think anybody, I don't know, maybe Josh might be able to explain how that works. <laughs> Josh Hamlin might be able to explain that. But isn't that amazing? You could touch something and a message was sent. You're talking to somebody across the world. It went up to a what? A satellite? Shot back down to somebody else? Is that incredible? That's what man found out from God. That's the way prayer works. Am I right? We shoot, a, we shoot up a signal to Almighty God, and he shoots back down another signal. Am I right? He'll tell you exactly where it is. He'll tell you exactly what to do. He made a blind man see instantly. Am I right? Jairus' daughter, he just said, made arise. That's the touch of Jesus. And you know what? The question is today, can we still touch Jesus? What do y'all say? I ain't hear you. Yes. Yes. We got Jesus in our life. He's in our life. He said, I will be with you even to the end of the age. Reach out and touch me. I dare you. Every time I go to God, you know, he said, I thought you'd never ask. That's God's response. He doesn't say, man, you went through through all the doctors. You went through all of this. Then you come to me at the end of the day after you done used up all your resources. And here you come with your hand out. (laughs) He's not like that, is he? Unclean woman at the time, right? Was able to touch Jesus. Is that deep? The hymn, the touch screen of his garment. <laughs> and what happened? Virtue, it said virtue went out. I love that part. She didn't even consciously talk to Jesus. She didn't say would you help me? It was all in her mind. Right? And probably just among her. May not have been among anybody else. But it's recorded in the Bible. Isn't that something? It's recorded right here in Luke chapter 8 for our benefit. Huh? Who touch Who touches Jesus? Who touched me? Me. Me. Who is me? It's Jesus. Hey, without him, nothing was made that is made. How about that? The creator. He said, I and the Father are one. That's who me is. Who touched me? With him, nothing is impossible. How about that? You know what? God has touched many people right in this room. Karen Rackett. Alive right now and doing well. Right? Had a heart, had a heart attack, right? Had a heart attack. Open heart surgery. She's a living. That's God. Oliver Jeffries. I can name every single one of y'all. Every single one of you. God has touched us. He's answered our prayers. Hey, if not anything else, Chicago Land Bible Fellowship, we're good for that. We could touch Jesus together. We're a family, right? We got power together. True or false? We may, hey, I heard this before, we may not have it all together but together we have it all. (laughs) Have you heard that one? Hey, that's Chicagoland Bible Fellowship. We may not have it all together, but together we got it all. How about that? The challenge today. Who will touch Jesus? I'm sure you got something right now in your heart. I'm going to share mine because I'm thinking about Lisa's nephew, Desiree, and Mary's son. He's kind of been an outcast in the family. He's hurting right now. He's kind of bitter in some ways about a lot of things that happen in life. Right? He was, he was saying some awful things about his mom while she was dying there. He had probably had no idea because she's done this before where she refused her dialysis. She's refused treatment. And now she's at this crisis point Once your potassium levels get to a certain point, you will have a heart attack. She had like five of them. She died. But God wants to do something in Desiree's life, right? I got others. I got other things in my heart that I want to Lay before the throne. I got other things. You do too. Brandon's sinuses. I'm praying in Jesus' name that those polyps will disappear. They came for a reason. Probably inhaling gusts and stuff that on his job or pest control. Contaminate his, his, his uh, sinuses. But now he needs help so he can breathe clearly through those sinuses. Who remembers what Roland went through? Pastor Rackett, 2011. Pastor Rackett had prostate cancer. Roland was having that dizziness. He didn't know what was causing it. He was falling off his feet. I wrote down those prayers. Look at Roland right there in the control room. Doing well right now. Amen? He's working every day. He's doing good. That's the touch of Jesus. Is it not? It's the touch of Jesus. We need to have confidence. We are little Jesus's. We are. We're his children. He wants us to touch somebody as he did. Right? He wants us to to be a power source somebody else somebody said we're the only Jesus some will ever see we're we're his children and we can call on his name we can touch him today you know what my final challenge is today I'm going to challenge you all I want you to write down right now on a piece of paper right now Write down a, a word or a phrase or whatever it needs. What is it you want to touch with Jesus about? Write it down. Put it in your notes. Put it in your notes. Because one day, you're going to look back and say, God answered that prayer. He might say no, he might say yes, right? He might say, wait, but he will answer, right? And he's good. There's a virtuous power that comes out of Jesus, virtuous. I was looking at that word, it's power, it's like a holy power. That's a good definition of virtue, holy power, right? Holy power that only come from God. I'm going to ask Pastor Rackett and all the leadership to come up here and stand up here for a moment. I'm going to ask you to come up here and listen to me. I'm going to ask you to do one of three things I learned this at school. <laughs> You're going to seal this deal. You're going to seal the deal. You're going to either give them a handshake, a high five, like we're, like we're doing like a, a you know, fellowship with somebody in. You're going to come up here and seal this deal. You're going to give it to Jesus. I, by faith, and I'm, 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 I'm mentioning Desireean, my son, my children, actually. Write it down. And I want you to come up here, and then I want you to either give Pastor Rackett, Roland Craig, Brandon Savage, myself, Darius Taylor, either give them a, a hug, a high five, or a handshake, and just give it to Jesus. Can we do that? You don't have to do this. You don't have to. Come on up you guys. Would you please? You have something on your heart? We have access. Jesus said, "If two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst." He says, if two will touch and agree on anything, whatever is bound in heaven, what? We're bound on earth. Whatever is bound on earth, we're bound in heaven, right? That's, that's a promise from God. That's why I'm asking you to come up and touch one of these guys. It doesn't matter who you touch, just come up here and just say, handshake, high five. You know what? God smiles at this. God smiles. God smiles at this. Hey, you think about it, when you, you got children, right? Won't you be happy one day to see your children like touching and hugging each other? Huh? Amen. Amen. Thank God we got got each other, don't we? We got each other, and we're doing what Jesus told us to do. Amen. I'm going to ask Liz Hamlet could you do me a favor could you play you reign again Roland can you put that on the could you put that on the thing when you, when you get done you reign you reign hey I thought about that I said you know what with power and majesty dominion authority Jesus reigns we got the answer up in here We got the answer. Do you believe it? Who says, I believe it? Let me hear you say, I believe it. I believe in Jesus. Right? It's awesome. Heavenly Father, we, in Jesus' name, we touch you. We touch you, Lord Jesus. We believe all that you told us. Thank you for coming into our world as a servant. As a servant, not as a, a rock a rock star. Not as somebody who says, I'm too good for y'all. But you come as a servant. You came to show us the way, how to live, how to get our, our prayers answered. <laughs> how to to help us with our problems, how to help us through sickness, how to make it. You've given us the answer. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the power we have in touching you. We don't have to explain it. The world might say it's quackery. But we we know. They think we know. We bless your name today and thank you for being in our lives. We ask you to hear our prayers, Lord. You know what's on each one of our hearts. You know what's on our minds. You can do great and mighty things that we did not know. So we commit this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You reign.